Hey everyone, welcome to Impact Marketer. Today's episode is actually a little bit different than usual. Um, I'm actually going to be doing a monologue. So just you and me today. And um, yeah, first off, you know, I love uh, each and every one of you guys and I appreciate the support uh, of you guys following and listening to this podcast. Um, you know, as I've said in other episodes, it's not always the most <laughs> gratifying thing to do or no, that's not true. It's, it's amazing when I do the interviews and I feel great getting off the interviews, but they're, you know, they're pretty tiresome to uh, just research and produce and manage on the back end as well. Um, yeah. But, you know, that being said, I, you know, I've been slammed with work and I, I didn't want to miss a week's worth of content. So these next two episodes, you know, where it's usually talk of the day with Ronnie, Hey, me. And, um, and then the business episode, uh, it's actually going to be me. Like I would, um, I feel pretty comfortable with where I am in, in my career um, in terms of like uh, me thinking that I can actually offer you some value with, you know, where I've come so far in the last like six months. So yeah, super excited about that. So that's what these next two episodes are going to be about. Um, I have more interviews lined up and I'm also going to have my um, assistant start booking people since I've, I think I've already had like a pretty good workflow on the back end. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys noticed, <laughs> I missed the week because um, I was working with a uh, subpar assistant and um, you know, I, she, she scheduled one of them and then didn't click schedule on the second one. And so I just kind of assumed that everything was good until a week later when I had to go uh, upload a new new uh episode by myself and i was like oh look at this the last week episode is is here but still in draft so yeah so that's you know part of the life of building out a podcast and managing it but you know aside from that i don't think i've missed the week and yeah this is my commitment to you guys um i, I don't want to miss a week anytime soon so yeah like you know again thanks for being here thanks for listening i'm ronnie the host of impact marketer and, you know, we do two bits, one episode on mindset, one episode on business. And today I want to talk about mindset and more specifically, like the mindset um, that I had to uh, learn and train. And I'm still learning and training uh, to have built a, a six figure agency. You know, the last two months I've, I've hit five figures in revenue. Um, and so, you know, I know this 10K number is a magic number for a lot of you guys out there thinking about starting a business or, you know, maybe you're running a business already and you're looking to get to that next level. So yeah, I'm just, you know, I want to produce this, this episode with you guys in mind and with my previous, my old self in mind as well, because I had a lot of mindset issues and, you know, this, this trigger, trigger slash keyword, uh, limiting beliefs. And, you know, that would bother me a lot when I used to hear it, but there is some truth behind it. And yeah, I would love, like, love to get into, um, you know, what kind of helped me along the way. So uh, a little more backstory and context for you guys. So in terms of my journey into entrepreneurship and business, I, I always wanted to innovate growing up. Um, and I, and I mean that literally, because when I was, I think at least in high school, when people would ask me, what do you want to do post post high school? I would just say innovate. Like, I just want to make something better and bring value to the world, even though I had no fucking clue what I was talking about. And even though I was saying that, 
with my mouth, my, my mind was saying, I just want to go to college, join a frat and party and figure it out later. So, you know, my, my actions definitely didn't match what I wanted or what I was saying I wanted. Um, and so, you know, fast forward in college, I am a troublemaker. <laughs> well, at least the, the initial onset of college, like I was an absolute troublemaker and got kicked out of the first college I went to. And you know, that was my moment of, oh fuck, I, I don't have everything put together and I need help because prior to that, I was just super arrogant. I, you know, I thought I, I got this, you know, I'm completely capable. Uh, growing up, I was a very book smart kid. And I think almost every year that I could remember talking to the teachers, whether it was with a parent or just my, myself, they would say, you're so bright, Ronnie, you're like, you're gonna, you're gonna do great in life. And so I kind of let that get to my head, you know, as a, as a kid growing up. And I also use school and being a class clown and making people laugh as an outlet to escape home, you know, cause that was my area that I didn't really like. And so, yeah, like going into college, I was a troublemaker and got kicked out. And that was my, you know, my aha moment, or at least the catalyst for me to re-examine my current beliefs and where I was going in life. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to get too deep into that part, but I, went super uh, I became super ambitious with like all right I don't ever want to be dependent on the institution whether that be school or corporate let me go and figure this out and so I you know made some friends online and I ended up um, jumping into affiliate marketing uh, promoting a course and you know I actually made uh, a good amount of money with that course I think I raised uh, about $30,000 in revenue and the profit that I kept from that was about 10k um, and so for a I think I was still first year in college you know that was a big deal to me I, you know I, re I remember waking up uh, actually just backing up really quickly you know for that to happen I wanted to buy a course I wanted to buy the same course I was promoting and the course was I think 1200 bucks or something and you know I didn't have that money at the time but uh, I remember talking to one of the people in the Facebook groups and he was like, Hey, you know, you can actually promote this course as an affiliate and you'll get commissions. And I think the commissions were ranging at the time between 25 to 50%. So, you know, that's a, excuse me, good amount of money for, you know, a kid that I probably had like 1500 bucks in the bank. Um, you know, so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give this a go. And I spent three hours shooting a one take um 13 to 15 minute video maybe 10 minutes it's actually still on youtube by the way i, I still leave it up and that's going to be like my <laughs> my memory of this time in my life but you know i, I shot this video and I, you know I, I gave it an honest, an honest review because I, I did buy the course and i was going through it and um at the time the course was going viral and so i i, I basically got lucky with a lot of that traffic and yeah you know brought in like thirty thousand in revenue kept kept around 10, 10K, maybe a little bit less than 10K. And I took that money, took a semester off and flew to China, uh, went to a, uh, I guess it was a three day summit and signed up for a mastermind of like 10 people trying to learn uh, an e-commerce business model called Amazon FBA. And at that point, I was so sold on the business model. You know, I, I just took this course, 
I see this guy with the Lambo and the beautiful ads. I am hanging out. So this, this mastermind was hosted by this guy named Mike. Shout out to Mike. <laughs> um, and, you know, we're still friends today. But, but yeah, and like this was this long haired. Um, I called him Jesus at the time because he just looked like Jesus with his long hair and, and the vibe he was given off in, in China. But, um, you know, from Seattle. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm making seven figures selling salt and pepper shakers and cat tunnels. And I'm like, what the fuck? What is a cat tunnel? <laughs> um, and yeah, like he he really inspired me and opened my eyes um, during this trip in China. And I think it was about 10 days or so. But, you know, I remember going on this trip and coming back with just so many new ideas and also a realization that, oh, shit, you know, I, I don't I guess I don't know every, everything about this business model because I learned so much from people that were actually doing it. Um, you know, fast forward a month or two, I ended up going to uh, Rome to study abroad for three months. You know, I took a semester off school and then I went back. And during this time, I was still pretty adamant on launching <clears throat> um, my business. But if you guys have ever been to Rome, it's like, like, you know, they have a movement called slow food instead of fast food. And, you know, I, I think that would tell you about the culture. Like, it's, it's not a hustle and bustle city. Like, they have three-hour dinners. They take the time and they enjoy life. You know, just very not American, but you know, I'm, I'm telling you excuses, but you know, as a college kid, I was like, okay, this isn't the environment for me to uh, hustle and launch business right now. I'm just going to enjoy my time here. But from that experience, I saw people being successful and more happy than I was with, with a lot less than I had. And so, you know, that, that worldly perspective really opened my eyes to, uh, I guess a little bit of entitlement and not taking advantage of the opportunities that I had back home. So, you know, I, right when I got back, I went fucking full throttle, full thought, throttle into this business model. And, and that's when I launched my, my first business. Now I, I made, I think two to three amazing connections from that in initial China trip. Um, you know, <laughs> excuse me, one being Tim, who's been my mentor and friend and, He's connected, we've connected me with a lot of the people that I know today that I've been in business with. And uh, another guy named Fernando, who I met in China, and he was like my first uh, consultant slash coach for my FBA business. I think at the time he was doing 12 million, 12 million a year. I think he's probably doing 30 now, maybe more, last time we talked. <clears throat> and, you know, I was absolutely ecstatic. You know, I was like, oh my God, I have the best coach in my corner. There's no way I can fail. And, you know, I, I think at this time I had saved about 10K from working part-time. I've I worked part-time, I think all the, like the minute I turned 18, I got a job. Um, you know, I've been working throughout this entire time in college. And even when I was in Rome, I was working. I had a job as a, uh, as a content writer for the school. But yeah, and so I was so certain of the cards I had been dealt at that point that I went all in, I threw my life savings into this business model that totally fucking flopped. Well, not, not completely. Like it didn't do as bad. Um, you know, it wasn't a complete failure. I was getting like five units a day. I was losing a little bit of money um, every day, but I basically failed the launch and I like, yeah, was bleeding money at that point. 
right? And I don't want to get into the Amazon logistics of how ranking and sales velocity works on the, on the platform. And it's probably dated by, you know, my understanding anyways. But at that point, um, yeah, I, I learned a lot about business. business and I learned a lot about myself. You know, one of the things was that business model was cool. I learned a lot. Like I got to have my, my baby brother be my model because I launched a baby pillow. And that was really fun having a little photo shoot at my house. But at the same time, um, it taught me that I didn't like how cold and far away I felt from the customer and user. Um, Cause you know, when I was working part-time jobs, all I was doing was serving re in restaurants and I absolutely loved like meeting new people and getting to talk to them. And so, you know, this kind of reinforced that idea. Uh, second thing was, you know, how important control is in business. You know, Amazon owns all of your customer data. Um, there are loopholes to get it, um, but generally speaking, you know, they own the data. And so you're kind of at their whim. You know, I, I remember getting or waking up to a, uh, a product ban because someone complained about like they like, oh, like this is bigger in person or smaller in person or something like that. So I woke up to my, my listing being taken down in like the first week and I was freaking the fuck out. Um, yeah. So things like that can happen. There's much more horror stories. So I think, you know, I'm not complaining too much. I think I did. Okay. And at the end of it, I actually was able to make a small exit and sell the account. So it wasn't completely terrible, but, um, you know, the, the grandiose vision that I had in my head of this six figure, seven figure business. Cause I, I, you know, I've always been incredibly good at getting in the right room with the right people. Um, and so I had these incredible friends killing it with their FBA businesses, six, seven, you know, even, even a five, five figure side hustle was pretty cool. Um, and you know, there was me like just flunking. Uh, and, oh, and, and then another thing it taught me was, you know, not, um, like relying too much on your external conditions. Like I, and I found this, you know, I found this lesson probably a year or two ago when I was talking to my buddy, Rich, who had experience being like a six or seven figure affiliate marketer. Um, and I was like, Oh, how did you learn Facebook ads? And he goes, Oh, I had three mentors. And I was like, Oh, okay. I just need two more. I already have one. And he said something to me and I'll never forget it. You know, we were sh shooting billiards at a Korean place in K-Town and he goes, you know, sometimes you just, you got to do it yourself. It doesn't matter who's in your corner. And I'm paraphrasing here, but I was like, shook. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, you know, I think that's kind of been my Achilles this entire time. I haven't been able to fully take ownership and drive it home uh, and make it happen regardless. <clears throat> so, you know, why do I tell you this, this story of my my, my FBA journey and affiliate marketing and all this because that FBA launch really fucked me up uh, mentally. Like from a mindset standpoint, I seriously began to doubt my entrepreneurial abilities, right? It, and I, I kind of set myself up for this because, you know, I was giving you the context before of being this perfect, in my head at least, like I wasn't the perfect student, but to me, I had the perfect uh, academic life. Like, I knew how much uh, studying I needed to do to get the grades I wanted. If I wanted wanted an A, I knew how to get an A. If I wanted to just chill with Bs, I could. Um, I didn't struggle at all. Um, you know, I had lots of relationships, um, and I was just super fulfilled in school. 
<clears throat> and you know, with all these all these teachers constantly, you know, telling me like, oh, you know, you're you're gonna be so great, you're gonna be so great. And when I jumped into business and I got slapped across the face, I was just absolutely like I was I didn't even know how to react. You know, I was like, oh fuck, like this isn't this isn't real. It doesn't feel feel real. And so, you know, that was, I don't know, uh, how many years, like two or three years ago, maybe, maybe three. And, you know, I was like, I don't know, let's say 10K in debt from that launch. And, you know, something I learned in uh, therapy, I was doing online therapy with BetterHelp. Shout out to them. If you guys aren't using any form of mental uh, hygiene, I highly recommend them, super cheap as well. Um, but my therapist was like, you know, it sounds like you derive a lot of value from your finances. And I was like, huh, you know, I, I didn't see it that way. I was kind of seeing it as I wanted, um, I wanted some predictability, right? Because I learned a budgeting system or software uh, called YNAB or you need to budget. And it, it basically helped me break the paycheck to paycheck cycle, even when I was working a part-time job. And so that's kind of what I was used to. And so when my FBA business failed and at the same time I had quit my job and at the same time I, had, I was launching a, a new business with uh, a mentor of mine and that didn't go the way I wanted. I was, I just saw this house crashing on each side, you know, and I was like, fuck, like, <laughs> and I think at the time I was like 21 or about to be 21 or 22. And, you know, I think we all have these just honest, uh, ego driven things going on inside where we're like, Oh yeah, by 21, by 25, or, you know, whatever the, the age or age is or wherever you are in your life that we need to hit these certain milestones, right? Like these, these, these clocks and 21, I definitely had them. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have a six figure business by 21. I'm going to do this by 21. And you know, that absolutely just broke me. Um, and so every, every entrepreneurial project I worked, worked on afterwards, I had so much insecurity uh, and doubt in my abilities. And, you know, it, it wasn't until I got to work with my buddy, Eric, who he, he, he put me in a position to run his, uh, his agency that builds virtual summits. And it was a lot of uh, <laughs> trial and error. I think that's a good way to put it. And cause he had, he had done it before, but he hadn't managed a team or kind of uh, ran it efficiently. And so I was kind of placed in there to do it because he felt I was the right person to do it. And, you know, we had some, some great projects. We had some not so great projects, but one of the things I learned was like to trust my ability. Um, and you know, it, it was really cool. Like I, I had finally, started having some wins and gaining some confidence and you know it, it really hit me like maybe this is a year ago too this is pretty recent um i was hanging out with my buddy eric another eric sorry too many eric's in my life and he he's also a digital marketer working for for some pretty high-end brands in e-commerce and you know we're talking we're having a work session at we work and he's showing me uh, some of the accounts he's running and I just remember asking him like, wait a minute, you offered email marketing when you've never done it. Like, uh, how did you have the confidence for that? And he goes, Oh, like I'm just transparent with where I am and, um, let them know exactly how I think I can bring the value and what I want to test. 
Uh, and he goes, he's like, you have the same skills as me. Uh, you know, I'm not doing anything you can't. And that's when it hit me because it, it was totally right. We were looking over the, over the accounts together. He was like explaining his strategies to me. And I was just thinking, fuck, this is like incredibly simple. Like I probably know more marketing lingo than him because I've spent so many years like reading and studying and analyzing or as um, I forgot the author, the author of Atomic Habit says like, you know, there's motion and action. Like motion is being in the, I guess, planning or strategizing phase. I probably spent the last three or four years in the planning and strategizing phase or the analyzing phase. And this was, this is probably like one of the big takeaways uh, in terms of mindset for, for my growth um, that I want to share with you is like, you can plan and strategize and analyze and compare and contrast and get feedback for as long as you want. But, um, like, and we, and we know this from science, like in, in how behaviors and habits are formed, right? It's, it's not about the duration of how many times you do a habit, right? So it's like, oh, you do have it for 21 days. No, it's, it's, it's actually the frequency, the amount of times you repeat an action that create the neural grooves in your brain uh, that ingrain or instill this new behavior. And so that essentially just means that you're going to learn and grow through repetition and Yes, you can get more nuanced with it and say you need to, uh, you know, it's not practice makes perfect. It's perfect practice makes perfect, fine. But doing it means way more than, than thinking about doing. And, you know, that's what I've learned the most in the last, like, I don't know, 12 to 16 months of, of growing my business to a point where, it, you know, it's not even that big. Um, but, like, being able to have some traction um, and have something predictable like this is pretty insane to me and how fast it happened as well. Um, I think I also uh, saw this in a Jordan Peterson interview. He was talking to, crap, I forgot his name. Uh, I think he's a Kiwi dude or maybe an Australian, but um, they were having this conversation and Peterson was talking to him about like exponential growth in your career. And he, and he was talking about like when you're struggling, you're really struggling. And it's, you know, it's, it's life, life has any inequalities and, and people have privileges and, and, uh, you know, like life is hard. Life is based on suffering, you know, Buddhist truth. And, um, he was talking about this, this, this shift in your life when, when things are going well, they turn exponentially well, like it, it just explodes all at once. And that's kind of what happened to me in the last uh, couple of months. Um, and it's, I think it's still rolling that way. And I'm just kind of in awe and shock, like what the fuck is happening right now. Um, and it's because of the consistent actions and me kind of getting my out of my own way and keeping it simple, um, which is, you know, one of my biggest weaknesses is keeping things simple. Like my brain likes to work in systems <laughs> and efficiencies. And in truth, it comes from me being lazy. And so I try to work things out so that I can be lazy because I know my default uh, behavior is to be lazy and relaxed and playful. And so, you know, I try to create some fail saves to stop that. And so, yeah, like, <clears throat> you know, another note on this, like I remember watching a YouTube video and I forgot the dude, probably should give him credit, but he was talking about his video was like my lifestyle or my, my, what my day to day looked like, uh, from going from $0 a month to 10 K a month in revenue. And he launched a copywriting business and 
like the big, like the, it was a really simple video, you know, it went from a lot of planning what he was going to do to a lot of doing the one thing that's the hardest thing that people avoid, which is selling, putting your offer in front of people. So he spent like all his free time putting his offer in front of people and getting traction, right? Which is what I've been doing as well. Um, and I think at least for a lot of people starting out or hitting a plateau, um, that's probably the issue. Like you're not focusing on the right things um, that, that are gonna make the most impact in what you're trying to do. Uh, because frankly, the, the other things are easier and they feel better in the meantime. And so uh, sometimes doing the hard thing is pretty shitty and boring. Uh, and if you're like me, you're going to avoid that. <laughs> you're going to avoid the boring things and go for the fun and exciting things. So yeah, I think this went on a little bit longer than I expected. Uh, please shoot me a DM um, anywhere, Facebook, Instagram, the impact marketer Instagram page and let me know your thoughts on this monologue. Um, you know, maybe I'll do more of these. This was kind of free flow and you know, I, I was definitely, again, I wanted to honor my commitment to you guys to show up every Wednesday and yeah, like let me know. Cause I, I really do enjoy doing this as well. Um, and you know, a YouTube channel is in the works in the future. I was thinking Q3, but it's probably going to be Q4 because yeah, like I love sharing. Like <laughs> I've done so many stupid things in my life and uh, yeah, like I think I have a lot to, uh, to share with someone so they don't make the same stupid mistakes. <laughs> yeah. So again, thanks so much for listening to impact marketer. Um, some new and exciting things coming in my life. I am launching um, two, two e-commerce brands. Um, one I will not announce, but one is a um, mindfulness art, uh, art company called Zen. And we're going to be selling canvas art in the mindfulness space. So something I'm super passionate about, if you couldn't tell from this episode. So I will, you know, update you guys when we launch. I'm super excited about that. Um, we also launched a virtual summit on virtual summits. So if you are interested in learning how to host your own virtual summit, go to virtualsummitlaunchsecrets.com. It's free to attend. And if you like the content, you can always upgrade your ticket for, I don't know, 67 bucks, 100 bucks, depending on when you buy. Uh, but if you wait till the summit's over, it, it does become very expensive. So that's just a heads up. But yeah. All right. Thanks. For, thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, I'll talk to you soon.